Welcome in, folks, to another episode of the We Know Fantasy DFS podcast. This is Nick, also known as the Fantasy Mechanic. Tonight, I'm joined by William for the first time. William, say hello to the people. Let them know where they can find you. Hey, everybody. It's uh, pretty straightforward. Just at William Uryan on Twitter. William Uryan at Twitter. Go follow him, fellas. Women, thank you. Uh, so before we jump into it, Will, this is Will's first time on the uh, podcast with us. Just want to run down our show lineup again. Again, uh, I can't mention enough. We're doing podcasts daily. We're putting out articles daily. Make sure to check out the We Know Fantasy um, podcast. Uh, we Know Fantasy on Twitter. We Know Fantasy on Facebook and Instagram, as well as uh, we know fantasy.com. So again, on Mondays is our waiver wire wish list. Tuesdays is Samuels and Schlanger. Wednesdays is Nate and the Fancy Fro for the We Know Fantasy podcast. On Thursdays, it's a contributors podcast. We're going to get a mix of uh, the contributors talking about different, um, you know, things going on in the NFL and in the fantasy world. Uh, on Fridays, Samuels and Slanger is back again, recapping Thursday night's games. Saturdays, that's us, the DFS podcast. And on Sundays, don't forget to check out the live Twitch feed with Brian, featuring Brian. Uh, I know Justin uh, has been spotting on there, guesting on there, doing some uh, betting and wagering uh, info. So, uh, make sure you check that out. Twitch Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. usually is the time. All right. So without further ado, everybody knows how this works. We kind of get do a DFS lineup when there's two of us. Uh, we're going to do something a little different today. Uh, I'm going to present a DraftKings lineup. William's going to present a fan goal lineup. We're going to go back and forth, quarterback, quarterback, running back, running back, so on and so forth. And at the end, we'll run down our full lineups just to be clear that William had the FanDuel lineup, and this is his lineup, and I had the DraftKings lineup, and this was the lineup that I suggested. So go ahead, William. Go ahead and get us started with your quarterback. Uh, yeah, give me one second. It just uh, flipped over. Okay, so my uh, my quarterback here uh, is going to be Deshaun Watson playing at Jacksonville. Um, has a pretty nice matchup against uh, a pretty porous pass defense there, and Watson's just been... Killing it at uh, price of eighty three hundred. I, I figured he was a good safe bet. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, all year, I actually have him in a lot of like regular leagues, redrafts, and in some dynasties. I love the kid. Uh, I feel like he shines more in games where he's trailing and he's playing catch him, and he kind of gets the junk time uh, points. But I, I love Deshaun Watson anytime you can grab him in the DFS as well. It, it, it's a definitely a home run. So, for me, I'm going with Derek Carr this week against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, in DraftKings, he's $5,700. The Chargers have the 31st-ranked defense in the league. It's kind of a no-brainer. Derek Carr kind of let me down last week. I had him in a DFS line going against Cleveland. The weather kind of ran in on him, and uh, Carr didn't put up the kind of numbers I would expect. But um, against this Chargers defense, who gave up three late touchdowns to Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos last week, um, I could see Carr having a really good game against the Chargers. So do you, want to add, do you want to add anything to that, William? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I like that call. Um, and actually, my it leads really right into my next running back, um, Justin Jackson, for the Chargers. So um, that's really the... I think there could be some dueling opportunities there, uh, especially if, if Carr can get it going for the Raiders. Uh, I kind of expect the, the Chargers to be able to score pretty at will against Las Vegas. So that, that could be a shootout with a little bit higher potential. Um, and Justin Jackson at 5,900 gives you some salary relief so that you can pay up for some of the bigger stars. 
Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to skip over my first running back because I also have Dustin Jackson as my second running back in my DraftKings lineup. Uh, in DraftKings, he's 4,900, and I I'm totally agree with you. This game is one of those games where, you know, the, the, the over could smash, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's going to be lots of opportunity for both the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers. So I think both of us having them in our lineups, both in a FanDuel and a DraftKings lineups, kind of shows people that this is a good play for this week. So, all right, William, so we're both in agreement tonight. Go ahead and give us your other running back. Uh, yeah, so my other second running back, I should say, is uh, Chase Edmonds. He is 6,700 on FanDuel. Going up against Miami, who is a huge run funnel defense. Uh, they've got two really good corners on the outside uh, and, and just have really not been that great against the run. Uh, so I expect Arizona to try and take advantage of that. And Chase Edmonds gets a spot start. Uh, in lieu of Kenyon Drake, who is who is banged up, uh, we'll see how much longer he's out. But uh, Chase Edmonds is going to be auditioning for the starting job here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I actually think this is. I thought weeks ago that this should be Edmonds' job. Um, I think, as you mentioned, this could be the audition and the final call for it being his job. Uh, Drake hasn't really done it. Um, Edmonds has looked good in games. He's gotten plenty of touches. And as you said, going against Miami with a porous rush defense, I think he can have himself a day. I love the pick. Um, so for me, my, my second running back, or he was actually my first, but we jumped the jacks because we both had him, is Dalvin Cook. Um, when you can get an RB1 like this in a lineup in DraftKings, you know, DraftKings or in Fandle, they're playing the Lions. The Lions have a 32nd ranked rush defense. He's yeah, you're gonna pay up for him at I believe it is he's 8200 in DraftKings. I'm not sure what he is in Fanduel, but yeah, that's a high price. But he's going against a 32nd ranked defense. We seen what he did to the Packers last week. Um, it, it's got to be said if Dalvin Cook ain't hurt or banged up, he quite honestly can compete for the number one overall running back in fantasy league. So in a week where they're playing a, a weak defense. I think Dalvin Cook's a great play for you guys. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, honestly, the only thing keeping him out of my lineup is the cost. Uh, and I just I wanted to get some other plays in. But yeah, I think between Cook and Edmonds, those are probably the two biggest smash plays. Yeah, definitely. All right. So and that's something like, you know, it. it I try to tell people all the time, you know, on Instagram or on Twitter, when you're doing DFS, you really have to take into consideration your salary cap. You you may have a running back in there at first, and you may see other wide receivers with better matchups, with better costs, where you may want to take that running back out. So it really is a game of, you know, intuition and, and, and instinct and being able to flip-flop back and forth between positions and prices and matchup. Um, so well, I'm going to give us your first wide receiver. Yeah, so uh, starting at the most expensive, I've got Julio Jones, uh, the great one, um, with the questions about whether or not Calvin Ridley is going to be available. Uh, Denver has not been a defense to really fear. They're, they've been pretty banged up this year. Uh, and at 8200 I think that's a reasonable price for Julio Jones, who, if Calvin Ridley misses, could be looking at a 30-plus percent target share. Yes, definitely. And you know what? It's another one where we're going to double up on because I also have Julio Jones as my wide receiver. Um, the difference, DraftKings, he's 72 on. So there's a $1,000 difference between FanDuel and DraftKings. I mean, I mentioned on other podcasts, that's kind of something we look like to look forward or look into and reflect on uh, is a FanDuel and a DraftKings call. Usually when they're pretty close like that, it's a good play. When they're far apart, 
it's kind of like, okay, well, which, you know, platform has it wrong. So I'm with you hundred percent. If Ridley don't play, this is a Julio Jones game. He could quite honestly get 12 to 13 receptions in this game and, and bust the 150 yard mark with two TDs. I, I can see it happening in this game. So a great pick there, William. So go ahead and lead us in with your second uh, wide receiver since we were, we were doubled up on that uh, position yep. as well. Uh, so number two, Stefan Diggs uh, playing at Seattle or sorry, hosting Seattle. Um, I mean, we, we've seen what Josh Allen could do early in the season. Uh, that that offense has really skewed very, very pass heavy. Uh, he's at 7,600 on FanDuel. Um, and again, this is one of those game environments where I, I wanted to make sure I got a piece and Stefan Diggs is going to be the centerpiece of the passing offense for the Bills. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually had the combination of Diggs and Allen in this lineup, but there was just other options I liked more. But I love Diggs. I, I actually tried keeping Diggs in as one of the receivers. I just wasn't able to fit him in. Um, the Seattle Seahawks defense, they just it's a good thing they have Russell Wilson, Metcalf, and uh, Lockett because their defense is terrible. Uh, I could see it getting a little bit better if Adams is back and with the addition of Dunlap. But as you said, someone's got to get the ball for the Bills in this game. And I could see Diggs having himself a great game. Uh, so my second receiver, I'm actually going to roll the dice on this one. And I'm going back to the well in Deontay Johnson. I know he's very volatile, his his play. Um, and the emergence of Chase Claypool has affected him along with the injuries. But he's only five thousand on DraftKings. They're going against the Cowboys, who are the thirty, <clears throat> excuse me, the thirty-first ranked defense uh, against the pass. Uh, the tough part for this for me was: is it going to be Deontay Johnson? Is it going to be Juju? Or is it going to be Chase Claypool? Or even Ray Ray McLeod, for that matter? But that said, the five thousand dollars and it him possibly putting up wide receiver one numbers was just a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I, I am a huge Deontay Johnson fan, um, and, and I mean, you you kind of mentioned he's been up and down this year, uh, but I would point out a lot of those games where he was down, it was not because he didn't do anything, he just ended up leaving early, so um, yeah, they, it, it's tough to put up points in those situations. It's definitely the injuries. I just, I see what, what Claypool's able to do, and it makes me think, like, Deontay Johnson can, you know, like, that's what Deontay Johnson can do, because it, what, when, Claypool had his game against the Eagles. Johnson left that game in the first quarter. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it kind of makes me think, was that supposed to be Deontay Johnson going off like that? Or was that really Claypool's, you know, gig to uh, run out there? So it remains to be seen. But I, I, like I said, $5,000 in DraftKings, he's worth the shot. Yep. So give us your third receiver, William. Yep. So uh, going back to the Seattle Buffalo game, I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett. Um Definitely want to try and get a piece of the Seattle pass offense as well. Um, unfortunately, DK Metcalf is going to be going up against Tredarius White. Um, so I, I'm not going to say that DK Metcalf will get shut down. I don't know that anyone can shut down DK Metcalf. Uh, but White may give him a run for his money a little bit. And we've already seen Russ be willing to just feed the better matchup, who I, I think this week it's clearly Tyler Lockett. So at 7,400 on FanDuel... Um, I think he's, again, one of the best plays. Yeah, definitely. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there when you said, like, the back and forth depending, like, between the two receivers. It, it always feels like it's a locket week, it's a DK week. Then it's a locket week, and it's a DK week. That said, DK had the week last week, locket the week before that. So that would mean lockets due this week. So let's hope that pans out for you and for people putting them in their lineup. All right, so my third wide receiver uh, the good old trusty Allen Robinson. 
going against Tennessee uh, on on DraftKings. He's sixty nine hundred. Um, I know on paper people might think ah, I don't know if I like this matchup, but Tennessee has the thirtieth ranked uh, pass defense. Um, this game, I, I see Tennessee more shutting down the run than the pass. My only question is, can Nick Foles get Allen Robinson the ball? Allen Robinson is clearly still a top 10 wide receiver in this league as far as fantasy is concerned. So, again, it's one of those things. I see I see 6,900, and I think to myself, I got to get him in my lineup. He, he's a top 10 receiver right now as we stand in, in, as far as statistics in fantasy. So, for 6,900, he's got to be in my lineup. Oh, man. I, I don't know what Allen Robinson did in a past life to deserve the QB play he's gotten in his career. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree on the talent. He's he is one of the most fun wide receivers to watch in the league. Um, just like you said, it all comes down to can they get him the ball? Yeah, I mean, something funny about this year was I know in one of my, in my family league um, that I do with my son and his buddies, uh, I took Allen Robinson as my first wide receiver. Now, granted, I had already taken three running backs, but I kind of got laughed at by a bunch of 21 and 22 year olds. And I said, well, just look at his numbers from last year. He had 148 targets and 98 receptions on a bears team with Mitchell Trubisky as the quarterback. So that's got to tell you something. The guy's capable. And as you said, I don't know what he did in the past life to deserve the quarterbacks he's been given, but the guy is, is he's well, or he's well deserving of better. Let's just say, <laughs> So, um, all right, well, give us your tight end. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, I am an alum from the University of Iowa, so I I have a few options here. I'm going to go with Noah Fant Um, against Atlanta. It's it's one of the best matchups you can get. Uh, It looked like his ankle was a little bit more healthy coming out of last week. So at uh, 5,800 on FanDuel, uh, tight end is one of those positions that I'm either typically going to pay up for, which I don't like to do, um, or I'm going to try and go down and find a bargain. And, and Fant is just one of those bargains in this matchup. Yeah, so there's actually a couple interesting things here. Um, I, I, I glad that you brought, I'm glad you brought that to the table because that's something I would like for DFS players, especially newer DFS players to kind of understand. Like, there's certain positions, certain things in your lineup that you want to pay up for. Or, or go cheap on, and sometimes that middle ground isn't worth it. So I'm kind of glad you brought that. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but to tie in my tight end, I'm actually going with his counterpart, Albert Akue Bonham. I'm not even sure if I said that right. I know he's got the hardest name to pronounce in the NFL, but um, I know we only had one reception last week for a touchdown. But the week prior when Fant was uh, banged up, uh, he had seven receptions, and the week prior to that, he had six. So I kind of think they're rolling the two tight end sets, the 12 personnel is what it's called, kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles do. And I can see Akui Bonham and Fant being that Ertz-Goddard-type threat that, you know, when Ertz and Goddard are both healthy, of course, um, in that offense. And Akui Bonham, you said it, as you mentioned, they're going against Atlanta, who we all know their defense is just – giving up points to everybody. But in uh, DraftKings, Akui Bonham's 2800 bucks. So to go back to what you were saying about, you either want to go cheap or you want to go high. Like, if you're not getting a Kittle or Kelsey or a Waller-type player into your lineup, you got to go down the board. Like, I just think that medium tight end is just too unpredictable. It's either you're getting one or two points or you're going to get 30 points out of them. So I think sometimes you're just better off going on the cheap play. So I hope that makes sense. And thank you for bringing that to the table, William. 
Yeah, and I, I do want to bring up, um, I think on FanDuel 2, tight end is one of those positions that, that you really can get away with just going cheap because once you get away from those elite options, uh, I mean, you're, you're hoping for a touchdown is what it yeah, boils down to. On absolutely. FanDuel with the half PPR, I mean, tight ends just don't get enough work where the half PPR is going to be a difference maker. Uh, DraftKings is a little bit different where the full PPR, if you get someone who's heavily involved in the offense like the Eagles, um, you know, that can make a difference. But yeah, I, I, I love the call to just pay down, find someone that has a good matchup, has a reasonable shot at a touchdown and take the salary savings. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I can't be happy enough that you brought that. I like when people bring information of reasons why we pick certain players in certain positions at certain prices. It's so informative and it's great for listeners to understand. Um, so without further ado, go ahead and give us your flex play for this week. Yeah, so my flex play um, might be a name that's a little bit new to folks. You might recognize him from last week where he kind of stormed onto the stage. Uh, DJ Dallas, the running back for Seattle, is 5,100 on FanDuel. Uh, we've got uh, Chris Carson is ruled out again. Um, Hyde is out again. Uh, he will have some competition from, uh, I think it's Travis Homer, uh, who's his fellow rookie there. Uh, and then I think they are bringing up Alex Collins from the practice squad as well. So it's not going to be the last man standing that it was last week when I, I think he put up uh, almost 20 points, uh, yeah. if I remember right. And uh, so I don't think you're going to get that same production this week. But, uh, I mean, he's going to be in a great environment. Uh, and at 5,100... 5, um, I do expect him to kind of lead this committee, and that was good enough value for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I actually think he played well enough last week that for them to bring up Alex Collins was kind of like a, uh, for lack of a better terminology here, it was a slap in the face because um, I thought he played well. Uh, he even blocked pretty well um, from what I've seen of the highlights. So I, I love the play, 5,100 for a possible RB1 finishing in the top 12 is a great price, especially on FanDuel. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure what he is on DraftKings, but if, even if he was 5,100 on DraftKings, I'd probably have to take a look at him. I'm sure he's cheaper because DraftKings usually skews cheaper, but I'm sure he's even cheaper on DraftKings. Yeah, I've got it right here. It's actually uh, he's actually 5,000 on DraftKings. So, so he's only $100 cheaper. Yep, the prices are really close there. See, th- that was back what I was saying. I don't remember who we were talking about, but they were 1,000 points. I think it was Julio Jones. Yep. When you get that closeness, that means both platforms are on the thought of this could be a player. I, I, I've been telling people that since we started this podcast this year. Look for that. Even if you prefer FanDuel or if you prefer DraftKings, it doesn't hurt to to you know refer to the opposite platform and see what the price is of a player you may be trying to put in your lineup. Because if it's really close like that, it's usually a good play. So I, I tend to put money on the fact that DJ Dallas is going to be a good play this week. Yeah, and I, I do want to remind our listeners, um, so FanDuel players are typically going to be a little bit more expensive just because they do have a 60000 salary cap as opposed to the 50000 for DraftKings. So, uh, you know, do keep that in mind. Don't don't worry too much if it's a couple hundred dollars here or there. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you again. Thank you for bringing that knowledge. We did mention that prior because um, when we usually do three of us on the set, uh, we run over locks, long shots, and defenses, and we give the prices of both, both FanDuel and DraftKings, um, and it is something we have discussed, but thank you for reminding the listeners of that. So my flex play this week, and this is the reason why I couldn't get Diggs into my lineup, because I really feel like he's going to have a great week, is James Robinson going against the Houston Texans. Um, he's 7,000 even, 
So this was why I couldn't get Diggs in. I really liked the James Robinson play this week. Gardner Minshew isn't playing. They're going to a backup quarterback. Um, they're going to look to dump the ball off. I don't see the wide receivers making a, a big impact in this game. You know, I mean, they, they, they could. LaVisca Chanel could. Uh, DJ Chark could. Keenan Cole could. But I just see this being a James Robinson. I believe James Robinson could have probably 10 catches out of the backfield this week. I'm just going to say it now. So, and for 7,000, yeah, he's a little on the high side, but as a flex play and a possible RB1, um, I think it's worth the shot in a lineup this week. Yeah, I like it. He's, he's, uh, his salary is catching up to the production he's putting up on the field, but still at uh, 7000 that that's still a bargain for some of the numbers he's put up. And uh, the point you made about potentially catching 10 balls, uh, I, that's spot on. He's he's one of those running backs that's going to be game script proof where he, he gets all of the rushing work. And then when they are behind late, uh, he is that reliable option out of the backfield that as defenses are taking away the big play, it's easy to just chip, chip, chip away down the field. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how about this guy bursting on the scene? He's a top five running back right now in fantasy. It's unbelievable. Go for him. All right, so give us your defense, William. Oh, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, oh. there, there is not a better matchup on the slate, uh, and I was able to fit them into my FanDuel lineup at 5,000. Um, typically I'm going to go with a, a less expensive defense because most weeks there's not going to be a ton of difference, uh, from a projection standpoint, but, but this week, um, the safety that, that Pittsburgh provides with a, what is now going to be uh fourth string QB for the Cowboys, I think potentially no Ezekiel Elliott. Um, the offense has looked terrible. Their offensive line is just beat up. Um, it's too good of a spot to pass up. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love it. Uh, I, I'm like you. I technically usually don't spend up for a defense, but the Pittsburgh Steelers could easily Pittsburgh Steelers could easily put up 20 to 25 defensive points in a lineup this week, and that's not just daily. That's regular lineups as well, as far as I'm concerned. Um, as you mentioned, I think it's their four-string quarterback, so it could even be the fifth. If Gilbert does bad and it winds up being Cooper Rush, then we're on their fifth-string quarterback, so I love it. Uh, so my defense for this week is going to be the Detroit Lions. I know everybody's like, oh, my God, the Detroit Lions. But um, for the price, 2300 And as I mentioned, you know, um, I don't like to spend up on a defense. And as William had mentioned, you know, week to week, you just at some point you're dependent on how many points they give up, how many sacks do they get, and can they score you a touchdown. They're playing the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is prone to turn the ball over. We know that. I just can't, my, my hope here is that Dalvin Cook don't smash him. That's my only hope. But like I said, they're 2,300. I was able to get him in. It puts me at a salary of zero. So uh, my overall lineup, I, I used the whole salary cap. So it was really all I could squeeze in at the end of the day. All right, so that we broke or we kind of broke down our, each of our lineups. So before we move on, I'm going to have William run down his Fanduel lineup real quick from quarterback down to defense, just so that there's no confusion with the back and forth. The Fanduel players can kind of know who who the Fanduel lineup is. We suggest for this week by William, and then we'll do the DK, um, the DraftKings lineup as well. So William, if you don't mind, go ahead and run down your full lineup from Fanduel for this week. Absolutely. So at quarterback, I've got Sean Watson, the Houston Texans, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars for 8,300. 
Running back, I've got Justin Jackson of the Chargers at 5,900. Also running back, Chase Edmonds for the Cardinals at 6,700. Stephon Diggs, Buffalo Bills wide receiver at 7,600. Tyler Lockett at 7,400, the wide receiver for Seattle. Julio Jones for Atlanta at 8,200. Noah Fant for the Denver Broncos at 5,800. DJ Dallas, the rookie running back for Seattle at 5,100, and the Pittsburgh Steelers defense at 5,000 even. I really like that lineup. I got to admit it. Okay, so for me, my DraftKings lineup for at quarterback, I got Derek Carr uh, going against the Chargers for 5,700. Again, this is DraftKings lineup as opposed to William Sandal. Uh, my first running back, Dalvin Cook, going against Detroit for 8,200. My second running back, the same one of the same as – William had Justin Jackson going against the Raiders for 4,900. Uh, wide receiver Deontay Johnson going against Dallas for 5,000. Julio Jones going against Denver for 7,200. Allen Robinson going against Tennessee for 6,900. At tight end, Albert Akue Bonham. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, for 2,800 going against the Falcons. Uh, at flex, I have James Robinson going against the Houston Texans for 7000 And at defense, I have the Detroit Lions going against Minnesota for 23000 or I'm sorry, 2300 uh, which leaves me with zero salary cap. So I kind of use the whole salary cap for that DraftKings lineup. So hopefully some people play that. Hopefully it does well. Um, William, is there anything you'd like to add before we close the show out? Yeah, I do just want to talk about two items that have popped up just recently. Uh, there have been reports that Ezekiel Elliott for the Cowboys uh, is not expected to play. Um, they haven't made a decision as to whether or not he will be active, but it sounds like you shouldn't expect a big workload for him. Uh, in the matchup, I don't know that it's a good idea to trust Tony Pollard, but he's an option for any... Uh, season-long leaguers out there um, in DFS. I don't think I would be taking a shot on Pollard this week. Um, and then the other piece of news is Keenan Allen has come down with an illness. Uh, and he, he was actually one of my top plays on both sites this week. Uh, so one of the reasons that he was not in my lineup was because they reported this illness. Uh, still waiting to see whether or not he will be active tomorrow. Um, but I didn't want to risk getting a, a diminished performance because of a you know, stomach bug or, or whatever might be going on with him. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for that information. It's very helpful to all players on all platforms and even each league as far as redraft, um, you know, or daily. So, William, once again, let the people know where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, it's just uh, my first name, last name, William Urian on Twitter. So very easy to find. Uh, follow along. I'm doing the uh, bankroll building challenge right now, actually. So it's been off to a slow start, but see if we can get it going this week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, William, thank you for all your participation. Thank you for jumping on the DFS show. I hope you come back again and join me and give another awesome lineup. Um, again, I'm Nick, aka the Fantasy Mechanic. Go check out um, me. You can check me out on Instagram at fantasy underscore mechanic, as well as on twitter at fb mechanic and as always don't forget to check out the we know fantasy podcast we know fantasy on twitter instagram and facebook as well as on the web at we know fantasy.com and sunday mornings 11 a.m twitch with brian and i believe justin thank you and good luck this weekend